Oh, oh shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, Bill's on the stick, 706. Are you heading into work? On this Thursday, wait, whoa, whoa, no, Thursday, Friday, Eve. If you're referencing the, the following day, do you also include the yay? Or is it just like for the, the day it is? Because you want us to be in the <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> give me the double on that one right there, huh? Not even, not even, not even going to give me a chance. Not even going to give me a chance. But the Panthers aren't playing this weekend, right? Do they play this weekend? Oh, yeah. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, I thought because it was Monday, they, they nope. take a whole week. Nope, Monday would replace last Sunday. Oh, okay. No, that makes sense. You got to earn. You got, <laughs> who are they playing this weekend? Uh, we got the Seahawks. A little Seahawks in Seattle. Is it in Seattle? I don't know. Oh. Well, well, let me follow up on that because that would be tough, actually. Um, they got a loud stadium. They do. They are known for that. But that's tough to play on Monday night here on the East Coast and then have to travel all the way to the West Coast. Um, time difference and all. That is a, kind of a short turnaround. Uh, I do believe it is. Uh, yeah, it is in Seattle. Yeah. Got, and got some news about uh, Bryce Young, too. I guess his ankles bothering him. Didn't practice yesterday. Well, real quick, back to your comment about uh, having to travel a little bit. You know, you're getting paid ten million dollars. You better wake up and go. All right, like that's my mindset. Okay. Like, like it's a game. You're getting get paid millions, and not to mention, it's not like they're flying coach. I get it. You know, I uh, get it. Don't the Panthers have a plane, or do they just like borrow one from like American Airlines? Or do they ride the back? They ride the back of majestic Panthers across the country. It takes them a week. Yes, and they get there right as the game is starting. Yes, very Yellowstone esque. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Would you ride a horse across the country? Absolutely. Sponsor me. <laughs> no. Eight four four Studio Four. I will ride Poncho and Lefty all the way. All the way. I'd I'd ride like the care I'd be on the carriage, you know what I mean? Like okay. you know what yeah, I mean? Like, like taking the Oregon gold. Trail yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. Throw Wells Fargo on the side of it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's the there's the commercial right now there. Now we're talking. That is literally the commercial. If yeah. you if you want to join the conversation today, eight four four Studio Force Bills mentioned, maybe you're looking to sponsor him in his new Western rally while he rides a horse across the country. We will need a significant amount of sponsorship in order to make that happen. Yes, I need many uh what do you call them? Dollars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Como se dice dollars? Yes, that's it. Exactly. Uh, we got Joshua Doby coming on the show, 715, host of Dollars and Cents here on WSIC. His show airing Thursdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Joshua Doby, a CFP in Cornelius for North Main Financial Group. Is he also, is he going to be riding the Panther across the country? Is that is that his move too? That would be awesome. You guys like next to each other riding like like yeah like, that's the that's the commercial absolutely that's the real commercial right Joshua Doby's going to be joining us at seven fifteen to talk a, a little bit about the market going to see what's going on uh, maybe he'll give us some inside information maybe he knows something we don't know he definitely knows a lot we yeah, don't know that, that's there's what no I'm yeah there's, there's a <laughs> there's lot no he doubt. knows that we do not know but uh, we'll see what he's willing to share today I believe he's in Pittsburgh. So uh, I'm assuming that's where he's traveling to if he's traveling. 
uh, Pittsburgh. He spent some time there. Going to have to ask him about Pittsburgh. I've never actually been there. Um, I spent some time in Pittsburgh um, over the summer. What is Pittsburgh known for? Um, Steel? The Steelers, yeah. Just the Steelers, just the NFL team, that's it? No. No. Some blue-collar, hard-working people. I know they're hard-working people up there. Yep. I just don't know. I imagine the steel industry was big there at one point. Correct. I, I can only assume. Correct. It's not, yes. but, it, but at the same time, it's not like we had a bunch of Panthers running around in North Carolina. So I, I, I don't, don't know that. Well, I um, guess I don't know that. The, uh, it's a really nice city um, in the sense that it's like kind of surrounded by water. You wouldn't really think that. Oh. Yeah, so there's like a lot of waterways that go go around it, a lot of bridges to get into the city. Uh, Batman, you're a DC guy. Sure. Batman with uh, Bane. Which one's that called? Chris, the Christian Bale, Zack Snyder. Christian Bale was Batman. Zack Snyder was the director. Uh, yes, Bane was in it. The Dark Knight. Yes, yeah. Rises. The Dark Knight Rises. Rises. Yeah, yeah that's key. Rises. Yeah. Um, so it was filmed in Pittsburgh. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was Chicago. Nope. Hmm. Gotham. Gotham. Uh, Gotham. Is there Gotham in Pittsburgh? No, I don't think Gotham is a real place. Oh, like a neighborhood, you know, like like Noda. Okay, yeah, yeah maybe, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I'm making maybe. this up as we go right I, now. I can tell. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, and Hollywood actually for a while was filming in Pittsburgh just because it's a little bit uh, cheaper of an area than L.A. and no, it, it yeah. is nice. Aren't like ninety six percent of markets cheaper than L.A.? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, North Carolina was big in the film industry at one point. Oh yeah. We had uh, the Hunger Games, right? Wasn't the, the Hunger Games was filmed like right here, like Shelby yeah. area, I think, wasn't okay, it? Or yeah. somewhere. That sounds about right, yeah. Somewhere around this area in yeah. the forest, in the woods. Probably yes. some of the same woods we ran around in as kids. Right. It's possible. Foraging. Just picking berries. Right. Do you, you don't eat the berries, though. Isn't that the rule? You don't eat the berries? You don't. You're not the first one to eat the berries. Okay. Second's okay. Second is okay after an allotted time. After first person, so really third and beyond is yeah, probably third and the better. Is where you yeah, that's be. the sweet yeah, spot. That is yeah. The sweet spot. <laughs> and then at eight fifteen, we've got Jamie Gatton of the Mooresville Scoop. So I've had a chance to chat with Jamie. I, I have, I've actually never met her face to face, though. Though that will likely happen here soon. I had some interesting conversations with her, and and she's she's a journalist. Um, the Mooresville Scoop, mooresvillescoop.com. Check out her website, mooresvillescoop.com. Jamie uh, and the Mooresville Scoop are hosting a candidate forum tonight in Mooresville. And you, it's free to attend. It's at the Charles Mack Citizen Center. And so if you would like to attend that event, this is an opportunity for you to meet your potential candidates uh, for Mooresville, 6 to 9 p.m. It'll be in the Joe Knox Auditorium at the Charles Mack Citizen Center. It is free and uh, she's saying the majority of candidates, if not all, have RSVP'd, that they're going to be there. And so this is your opportunity to hear from your potential new leaders, ask questions. I believe she's going to be allowing questions. I imagine that's how the, the style of the candidate forum will go. And we'll get a chance to talk with her, see what's going on in her world, see what's going on in Mooresville. I, I never have lived in Mooresville, uh, but part of the Lake Norman fam, so I'm, I'm a fan uh, and I've enjoyed my conversations thus far with Jamie. She's uh, she's sharp. She knows her stuff. And we're excited to have her on the show this morning as well. We are going to get our look at traffic this morning from iCats, rideicats.com, alternative transportation. Three bucks to take you uh, from Iredell County to the city of Charlotte. If you're a daily commuter into the city, consider alternative transportation because Ride iCats, iCats just gets a cruise in the HOV lane. You don't have to pay extra like for, for it because, you know, HOV allows three or more. I think like buses are part of that too, right? That's like all part of the deal. So for three bucks, you can just cruise on into the city, not have to worry about all the traffic through the Lake Norman area. 
So Ride iCats will get that that look. Uh, we're going to have word of the day. I think we should have, if, if Joshua calls in at the top of the, the, the next segment, we should have him participate in word of the day. Let's see if he can, if, if he can, you know, he probably knows all the words already. I wouldn't doubt it. Right. But let's see. Let's find out if he wants to play a little bit on word of the day. On the spot. That's right. We're also going to have our, our news segment in the 8 o'clock hour, the good, the bad, and the ugly, where Bill keeps us apprised of the many news stories going on throughout the country, plenty to talk about. WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. You can watch the video stream live, seeing us make a fool of ourselves throughout the morning. I didn't even do this yet. This is the real problem. Mm, that black powder coffee off Highway 150. Make a left at the Chick-fil-A. Go down into the business park. 21 flavors. I got that pumpkin spice in my cup this morning. Black powder coffee. Good morning, fam. We're coming right back. Good morning, okay, and 7.18, Eastern time, Eastern time. We've got to make sure, you, is it, it's not daylight savings time right now, or is it? No, now's not daylight savings time? Do you say, don't you, when you spring forward, isn't that when you, or is it when you fall back? When you fall back, it's daylight savings time? I feel like it's darker in the wintertime. I feel like I should know these things. Isn't this random knowledge that, that, a broadcaster should have on hand readily available in its tool belt? Uh, yeah, just like uh, kind of the traffic. <laughs> okay, so Jeff's on the phone <laughs> from iCats. RideiCats.com, alternative transportation. Three bucks to get you to the city. You can cruise with Jeff every morning to and fro from the city. Uh, Jeff, how are the streets looking this morning? Good morning, Justin. Uh, traffic between uh, Statesville to Charlotte. Uh, north and southbound 77. Uh, traffic is getting heavier, uh, but traffic is flowing at this time. Uh, you'll have your normal uh, slowdowns around the lake. Uh, there's uh, no problems on the secondary roads that I've heard of, so uh, everything's looking good this morning. All right, we appreciate you, Jeff. Three bucks to get to the city. Today is Thursday, so that means today is Winston-Salem Day for, for iCats, I believe. Is that right, Jeff? Bill throwing you a little Panthers love right there, uh, too, from the producer's booth is what that was, Jeff. Uh, so, okay, we appreciate you. RideiCats.com. Jeff, we'll check in with you at the 8 o'clock hour, sir. All right. Have a good morning. You as well. All right, there you go. Jeff from iCats. RideiCats.com. Again, alternative transportation. And if you're in Iredale County, it's just a buck, and they'll take you wherever you got to go. If you got a little laundry list, a little honey-do list to do, maybe they'll take you over to Lowe's. You need to pick up some two-by-fours or some sheetrock or something. You probably can just strap it right to the top of the van. I'm not sure if that's even possible. We need to check in now with Joshua Doby because from what I could see yesterday, because of the Fed, complete market capitulation occurred yesterday. Joshua, is it an okay time to buy anything, or should I just be, like, harvesting Bitcoin by this point in my life? What should I be doing? <laughs> well, well, Justin, first of all, good morning. Good to be with you uh, again here this morning. Uh, I, I would start out by saying, of course, I can't give any recommendations over the air. You know that. So <laughs> I can't say good about Bitcoin or anything else. But, uh, no, it, it was kind of an interesting sort of tenor from the Federal Reserve yesterday with their monthly meeting. A lot of it expected in, the, in that they did not raise overnight lending rates uh, th during this particular meeting. However, they definitely left the door open. I would say maybe even are softly predicting that they will raise again before the end of this calendar year. Do you think that we see 
a continued push toward treasury bonds and all of this from an investment perspective. It's got me a little nervous, mostly because I don't understand all of it. But what's your take on what's happening in like the treasury bond market right now with the way rates are? Yeah, great, great question, Justin, because the whole treasury market, actually the overall bond market has really come back on the radar screen over the last year, even for the retail investor, because of how much interest rates have increased over the course of the last 18 months or so. Um, So yes, we are seeing a lot more activity in the treasury market, even as rates are rising. Which, uh, which, is a li- which is a little bit interesting because usually you know, the inverse relationship between treasuries and interest rates, as rates are rising, prices are generally falling. So you would think with buying intensity that that would shore up some of those prices just hasn't been true because rates are rising so quickly. So folks are looking at the treasury market and they're looking at the stock market and they're saying, wow, you know, for the next 12 or 18 months, I can get a, you know, a federally guaranteed treasury note for uh, 5, 5.2, 5.5% or a CD or similarly insured uh, kind of investment with absolutely no downside risk. It's become very appealing for, uh, for a certain segment of the investing public. And if I'm looking right now, I'm, I'm just looking at the rates as they're showing for the U.S. Treasuries right now in this moment. I'm seeing like north of four and a half percent for even three and five year bonds. Anybody you're speaking with that, that has said that that is even of interest, that seems a little bit almost long term, right, in this type of market. But is anybody any interest toward the three and five year bonds right now? Another great question, and actually less so, Justin, and it's because of, of an anomaly where we are right now in that we're in what's called an inverted yield curve anomaly, meaning that you actually, on an annualized basis, get more return uh, at the front end of the curve or with shorter durations than the long end of the curve, meaning if you look at the one year, you're going to be, you know, or the two year, rather, you're going to be in the five, two-ish range right now. But you go out to three and five years, your rates actually per year drop. So it's an anomaly because we usually think, well, if I, if I invest longer, I should get more per year because I'm locking up my money for a longer period of time. And that's just not true right now. It's an anomaly. It's not the kind of thing where it's a, it's a normalized curve. But for right now, that's the case. So we're not seeing the same kind of intensity at the, at the further end, at the longer end of the curve, as we are at the front end right now because of that. You've seen different market cycles. You've been in the game um, for a while, and I'm not trying to age you or anything like that. I just, I just, your experience <laughs> is is phenomenal. And, and so, comparing this market to any time in the past, have we seen anything like this before? Absolutely, yeah, we have. Now, what we haven't seen is the acceleration of interest rates in the short time frame that we've had meaning that going from essentially zero to essentially 5.25 to 5.5 on the, uh, on the Fed funds rate inside of about 18 months, that we haven't done at that speed previously. However, we've been in any number of interest raising cycles over the last 80 to 90 years. So uh, there, there's nothing that is particularly new or different about that. Uh, but we have some other things that, that are in the mix here as well. Uh, and specifically, when you're looking at our national debt, which has gone up over 50% here in the last four years, you know, that's, you know, treasuries, what we just talked about, that's how the federal government has been funding itself, essentially. And, uh, and so that paying a higher interest on those treasuries that they're selling to fund 
federal government services, that's going to have an effect. And we're seeing it already. And you look at it over the next three, five, seven, ten years and beyond, it definitely is going to have a significantly not so great effect. We're speaking with Joshua Doby, certified financial planner with the North Main Financial Group here in Cornelia, serving the entire Lake Norman area and beyond. Uh, Joshua is also the host of Dollars and Cents, the show that airs every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. on here on WSIC. And you can stream it live on WSICnews.com and all the social platforms. And you can go back and watch on demand anytime you want. Joshua, you're traveling today. Are you you're in Pittsburgh or where are you at? No, not in Pittsburgh. You're here. Well, well, I, I am here, and here being North Carolina for right now. Got in late from Pittsburgh last night, and uh, unfortunately, uh, jumping on a plane again here in a couple hours. That's right. And so I had a crazy idea. Bill Bill has, has since uh, brought me back to my senses. We wanted to have your show live <laughs> from the airplane. I, I believe that the technology yep. exists, though I don't. Do you fly American, or what do you fly? I fly almost exclusively American since American's a hub, as you know, in, in Charlotte. So they have the most direct flights. So I'm almost always on American. I actually did a little um, uh, just like a simulation uh, actually on the flight uh, yesterday just to think, OK, could we do that? You know, could we actually uh, host it from the plane? And, and I'm pretty sure that uh, some burly guy with a badge and a sidearm uh, probably would ask me to uh, to step off if we would have done that. Man, but that would be epic radio right there if that were to happen. So, no, we're, we, 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 I've been brought back to my senses. We're going to run your show from last week, but we wanted to definitely take the time this right. morning to talk to you, get an update on the market. So before we go to break, and we'll stick with you through the digital in the next segment if you've got the time, want to know Absolutely. what do you have your eye on today in the marketplace? Yeah, yeah several, several things that, that are on my radar screen, Justin, and uh, obviously all, all that we're talking about with the Federal Reserve and still trying to you know, read the tea leaves, if you will, from what was said yesterday and, and gain some understanding in, in the best ways that we can about what they see for the balance of the year. Also, uh, j just kind of fun sort of stuff, uh, uh, Instacart. Uh, Instacart, the uh, the online entity that uh, that brings you groceries, and and actually they have a relationship with restaurants now and all those kinds of things. They're having their IPO uh, this week, so that's definitely on our radar screen to see what the buying intensity uh, is there. Actually, kind of uh, just a little sidebar on that. Sometimes folks think that IPOs and hot you know hot issues and popular issues that come to market where everybody's making a ton of money, and this is actually one where the valuation has come down. Uh, here over the last couple of years, so that some of the late investors uh, who were into Instacart before it's becoming public are actually going to open up trading at a loss. Very interesting kind of uh, uh, kind of experience there, and so we're watching that closely for buying intensity. But uh, but overall, the market's kind of kind of treading water right now. So so we're looking for where the next motivation may be. Do you think that because I'm an Instacart member and continuously, uh, you know, I'm a glutton for pain and order with even a four <laughs> percent service fee on my groceries that I right. should have been given stock? Do you think that should have happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, as uh, again, I can't give recommendations, uh, Justin, to Instacart or to you if that should have happened. But but it is one of the challenges of the entire delivery business. Whether we're talking about Instacart with groceries, or we're talking about something like 
Uber Eats or DoorDash with, uh, with, with ready-made food, it is one of the challenges because we're seeing competition press those margins, even though they're still high right now. But you know, groups like Instacart, they need to charge a certain significant amount in order to pay their folks, insure their folks, obviously, and, and make, make some money on the backside to get it to you. But it's, it's hard because there's a lot of pressure to reduce those margins because of competition. We've got about a minute before the radio break kicks in. Want to see, though, so you, you talked about last week, you, you think, and obviously not financial advice, not financial advice, not financial advice, you think we're coming <laughs> close to the, let's say, the top here of the rates particularly. I think I don't think that it's outlandish to say we may see 10% interest rates on the mortgage side. Could that be possible mm-hmm. if the Fed didn't raise again, and would it be ever possible to still see a 10% mortgage rate if the Fed never raised their rate again? Is that even mathematically possible? Yeah, that's a two-part question, I think, to what you're asking. I'll do it real quick before the break here, Justin. Uh, is, is it possible? Of course, yes, it definitely is possible. If they do not raise again, something unusual would have to happen for us to get that much spread between where the Fed funds rate is and a 10% mortgage. As I mentioned, we're about five and a quarter, five and a half right now. That would be 450 to 475 basis points of spread. That would be unusual. We'd have to get something really sideways in the market to have that much spread. Sideways is where I live, sir. Radio fam, we are coming right back. Digital, we're sticking with you through the break. Going to get a little personal here with Joshua Doby. Got to find out his favorite food spot in Pittsburgh. All right, so what is your favorite food spot when you go to Pittsburgh? Are you like a like a cheesesteak guy, or like what do you? What's your normal routine when you do travel there? You know, I, I kind of like you, Justin. I like just about anything that's put in front of me. I really do. And uh, but Pittsburgh has a number of great places. But if I had to choose one, I, I, I gotta bring out Permanis. Uh, Permanis is is a local uh, outfit. They got several locations, and what makes them unique is they're known for their sandwiches. And they got two big uh, slices of Italian bread, and they put coleslaw and French fries right on there with your meat and cheese. Uh, it, it is delightful. I, I mean, you make at least I do. I make a mess of myself every time that I'm eating them, but I absolutely love them. Uh, and and I, I have to say, almost every time that I'm in Pittsburgh, I'm having one. That's that you. My mouth is watering now, sir. So I'm, I might just fly to Pittsburgh just for one of those. May, can you order online? I might need to check if I can order that online and just have it like freeze dried shipped to me. Why not? Jeez. Uh, all right. So you know what? It, it's it's worth taking a look at it. It's the, worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> for our digital fam here, kind of some exclusive content. Is anything yeah. have you nervous in the marketplace right now? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, as you know me, Justin, I try not to get too high on the high or too low on the lows uh, with, with regards to what's happening in the market because it always is cyclical. But I will say that we are cautious, especially at the more aggressive end of the equity markets or the stock markets, which have seen such big appreciation this year. Uh, you hear me talk about this all the time on dollars and cents. We've been running above the mean or running above the average with some of our more aggressive uh, stocks and equities that are out there, especially in technology. If you look at things like the semiconductor industry, or if you look at some of our online things like like Facebook, or now which is now Meta, or Google, which is now Alphabet, uh, you know, those things have been running above the norm. So I'm I'm leery. There, I'm, I wouldn't say nervous, but definitely leery about, uh, about what's going to happen next for them in the short run. Long term, no concern, but in the short run, a little leery. I, I, I saw that there was an, and I don't know whether it's true or not. I mean, I'm assuming it is because everything you read on the Internet is true. Cisco is talking about <laughs> laying off thousands of employees. 
In, in yeah. my mind, that's yeah. that's where I'm watching the most is employment because I think that that's what really drives a marketplace from wages and spending perspective. What's your take on the current employment market from what you're hearing and seeing across both locally and let's say nationally? Yeah, very, very, very insightful there, Justin, because I'll tell you, that's one of the things that, frankly, I've just had dead wrong in this interest rate rising cycle. Without getting too granular and, and too much in the academic weeds, generally speaking, in, a, in an interest rate rising environment, unemployment's going to come up as well. I mean, if you just think about it, more expensive to do business, businesses need to be mindful of their margins, cutting expenses. The first place to cut is employment in order to, uh, to increase your margins. We have not seen that at all. So we're seeing still what I would call an unnaturally tight labor market. Not that I want folks to be laid off. Not that I would, that's not what I'm saying at all. But I am saying that this is unnaturally tight. So I do think that there is going to be, coming back to the theme of reversion to the mean, we're going to see an uptick in unemployment at some point. I don't think it's going to be a gusher. I don't think it's going to be the kind of thing where it's, you know, it's mass layoffs overnight. But we definitely have to have some kind of let's call it equilibrium in the system more than what we have right now. And, and I'll say it another way. We should have had rates rising. Uh, be, be, I mean, excuse me, unemployment rates rising before this point, And uh, we haven't. So uh, I, I expect here over the course of the next 6, 12, 18 months, we're going to see that. Okay. We're about to rejoin with our radio fam. I pulled up PramantiBros.com to look at this sandwich. Dude, that is yeah. not fair what you have now done to me. But let's join back on radio. S-I-C. <laughs> Good morning, LKN. 7.34, we've got Joshua Doby, Certified Financial Planner with North Main Financial Group out of Cornelius here on the phone with us. We're looking at the markets. If you want to, go back and check out that exclusive digital content uh, on WSICnews.com or any of the social platforms. We found out Joshua's favorite sandwich shop when he travels to Pittsburgh, and I am staring at the photo of this sandwich right now, and so I'm going to contain my mouth from drooling as best I can for the remainder of this segment. Uh, Joshua, we were talking about employment a little bit. We've been talking about rates. One of the interesting yeah. things that from a market perspective, I saw an article on yesterday, Apple's talking about putting out their own trading platform, potentially. There's so many different options as it relates for people to invest in the different ways people can invest right now. What's your take on a company like Apple, right, prominently known for software and hardware devices to enter into the trading game, particularly? What do you think, what effect do you think that has in the market? Yeah, it, first of all, Apple, just an amazing company. And again, not, not a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold Apple, certainly, but, but an amazing company in that I, I don't doubt them. I mean, I was skeptical when they got in the payments business, and, and they have done amazingly well there. I mean, they're doing things like developing their own driverless vehicles uh, and now looking at, at trading platforms. I don't doubt them. But looking at it uh, just in a macro kind of sense, though, more competition, the better. I, I think that it's so good. And we saw this a lot during the time of, uh, of the pandemic uh, with, with groups like Robinhood and, and similar kinds of trading platforms that were much more connective with the retail public. So, and, and Apple, with just their pervasiveness in, in all things uh, handheld and digital, uh, I think it's, a, it's something that definitely could work out well for them. The one caveat, the one sidebar to that is, 
there's very little margin in that business, meaning that there just isn't a lot of way to uh, have a large profit in that business because there are so many options where the costs are near zero. So it'll be interesting to see how they pursue it. My guess is if they do it, they're probably going to, like they do with all their services, have it as a bundle or wrap with, with some of their Apple, uh, other Apple platforms. UAW, the United Auto Workers, it seems like the strike may last forever. Your take on the auto markets and potential effects. In my mind, I see price go up, but maybe I'm wrong. What's your take? Well, it's uh, first of all, it's just always difficult to see those kinds of things. And uh, and so, you know, really we're watching that closely to see about the duration, especially for the workforce coming back to those labor and unemployment figures that, uh, that we were talking about. The, the whole auto industry, though, is, is in kind of an interesting nexus right now, though, because where they sit, they're in a space where still have relatively low inventory relative to demand. So that, that would be something that would keep prices high. But coming back to our interest rate discussion, Justin, you know, interest rates now, we're seeing used car interest rates now in the double digits. I'm seeing 10, 11, 12, I even saw 13% for a client here on a used car loan uh, on, a, on a spec sheet here recently. That is going to have some effect on demand at some point, meaning that folks are either going to shift down, no pun intended, shift down in terms of the, of the amount they're spending on their vehicle, meaning instead of buying the, you know, the $50,000 vehicle, they may be looking at $30,000 vehicles because of the financing costs associated with it, or they may just hold on to their existing cars longer. And so that, it's kind of an interesting nexus. It's kind of an interesting uh, inflection point on, on that industry right now. We're watching it very closely because uh, you have some things that would suggest, like you said, they're going to have stronger uh, pricing power. And then I'm looking at it on the, on the rate side of things saying that may dampen some new car demand. The federal government is coming up again on the window for the budget, and you know there's talks of continuing resolution, and then there's some you know in the party, let's say within the Republican Party, that want to finally get a budget going. Let's cut spending. When we look at it on a world stage and how the budget is relevant to the world, you know I, I kind of just like look to the right and say, hey, here's the nuke button. We can do what we want, but that's probably not the best approach. How how does the budget for the country? How could that affect almost our micro market? Yeah. It, uh, first of all, I guess I should say I'm glad you're not in that room uh, where that button is. <laughs> fair, uh, to, fair. Uh, you and now. me both. <laughs> no, quite quite seriously, it, it's. It, it used to be a relatively rare occurrence that we were bumping up against, you know, budget-related issues or debt ceiling-related issues. And now, unfortunately, it seems like it's become almost an annual political football. Uh, so it's, it, it's, it's challenging when I'm looking at it because let, let's call it what it is. Neither side wants the government to be shut down. They don't. They don't want federal workers not to be paid. They don't want, uh, and, and again, just calling it what it is, not speaking poorly of our politicians, it looks bad on them. It, it looks poorly on them, and uh, it seems like we are always in, in the next election cycle. So, uh, so there's that element that's, uh, that's in there. But we have some larger macroeconomic issues, whether we're talking about budget, uh, whether we're talking about our national debt, or whether we're talking about where interest rates are right now. And I'm not even bringing in entitlements like Medicare and Social Security and Medicaid, which are structurally bankrupt at, uh, at this point, meaning that not that they don't have assets, but that in terms of the trajectory, uh, that they cannot sustain in their current form. I mean, we've got some real macro headwinds. 
and uh, and we need to address them. And it's going to re- require us to make some big and pretty ugly decisions at some point sooner rather than later. Do you think that I'm 33? You think I'll see Social Security by the time yeah. I'm able to retire? I actually do, and I, and I know I'm in a relatively small camp of folks, at least the folks with whom I speak, in, in, in saying that I do believe that you're going to see Social Security. I also believe it's not going to be Social Security in its current form, that essentially you're going to pay more to get less between here and the time that, uh, that you collect it. We're, we're, we're effectively already doing that now by continuously raising what's called the FRA or, or the full retirement age. Uh, with some regularity, it used to be you know 65. Now, for most folks, right now it's 67, 68, and it's going to keep increasing. So we're effectively already doing that uh, in a backdoor kind of way. But I think for our younger folks, yes, it will be there. Uh, it's just going to look a lot different. And, and like I said, I think it's going to be you're paying more to get less. Joshua, you know I'm a a major sports fan. I follow all the sports to a T, every single one of them. Uh, I equate these grouping of sectors and stocks to, like, college, where, like, are we at, like, the the big 16 now, the Pac-26, whatever it is anymore? (laughs) How can I simplistically think about these grouping of stocks between, like, NASDAQ and Dow and S&P? Can you give us, like, a simplistic foundational run-through of how those are grouped together? Sure. Let, let, let me give just the big three real quick, because these are the ones you most often see on your business news channels, in, in the newspaper, online, all that good kind of stuff. When you look at the Dow, you're looking at your more traditional style companies. Sometimes folks will call them value or industrials. Uh, they're not all industrials anymore, but the more traditional, large cap, blue chip style companies. The S&P 500, pretty much a mix. You have your value style, you have your growth style, you have some uh, very large companies, you have some smaller companies. It's a, it's a pretty healthy mix. And then the NASDAQ really is your more aggressive end of the uh, investment universe. Lots, almost all technology companies that are inside of that. So when you're looking at those three, Dow more value, S&P 500 more of a blend, the NASDAQ more of that aggressive and tech end. So then compare like how treasuries come into play and bonds and these other markets and and all that. Like, how did we come to a point where all of this is put together on one plate, I guess? Like, it seems like a very complicated system. Uh, It it is, Justin, but it's also... You know, we, I think we make it more complicated than it is, uh, than it needs to be sometimes. I mean, there are some basic things. Like when we're talking with clients about, about what they need, um, there are a lot of, you know, arrows in the proverbial quiver that we can use. But we try to keep things pretty straightforward and, and, and not get too cute. Uh, because, and when I say too cute, I mean that, you know, in the sense of, you know, we, we don't try to get, outthink ourselves. Because uh, there are some things that we know that have done well over a long period of time. Those are the places where we tend to concentrate our focus. Uh, the things that are hot, the things that are new, the things that are, you know, maybe haven't been around as long or have, you know, more volatility associated with them. We tend to shy away from those kinds of things. But not that they're wrong or bad, uh, but we tend to be a little bit more conservative in how we come at it. But there, you're right. It, it is complex. There are new things all the time uh, that are out there, and uh, it requires a, a lot of our attention. And you definitely need somebody who's following the markets. Clearly, you and your team are. Joshua, what makes North Main Financial Group unique, would you say, compared to other CFPs and other financial solution providers in the marketplace? 
Yeah, it's, it's a great question, Justin, because frankly, there are thousands of folks within, you know, 100 radial miles of, of where we are that do the exact same thing that we do. So we don't have any special widget or, you know, we're not the hot stock tip guys or anything like that. That's, that's definitely not us. We, we are just, uh, we are, we are hyper focused on, on the individual. We don't bring, uh, you know, metrics or uh, predetermined kinds of portfolios or plans together for our clients. We are very specific uh, in dealing with our folks, meaning that in one of the ways we describe it, we go to where they are. We don't ask folks to come to where we are and say, okay, this is what you need because this is the widget that we have. We go to where they are. We learn about them, about their desires, about the things they like, about the things they don't like. And then, you know, talking about that uh, proverbial quiver, then we go look for the arrows that fit and, uh, and make sure that not only are we addressing their needs today, but that we're constantly monitoring their needs going forward because life changes. And we have our peaks and we have our valleys and we have a whole bunch of time in between. We want to make sure that what we're doing is, is flexible enough to manage all of those spaces. Joshua Doby, North Main Financial Group, host of Dollars and Cents Thursdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Good morning, OKN. Justin Kazepis, Bill's on the Sticks, 748 on this Thursday, your Friday Eve. What's your plan? Oh, oh. Sorry, that was a that was a early morning uh, Panther is what I had going on right there. What's your plans for the weekend? 844 Studio 4. Let us know. Do you have plans tonight? Because tonight is a candidate forum in Mooresville. Jamie Gatton of the Mooresville Scoop will be hosting a candidate forum at the Charles Mack Citizen Center in the uh, Joe Knox Auditorium from 6 to 9. It is a free event. You're welcome to come. Ask questions of your new potential leaders. That's important, and that's certainly one of our goals is to help you engage with leadership, hence why we've got the lineup we've got. Today at 11 o'clock, our, part of our power hour, we've got Mayor uh, Woody Washerman, town of Cornelius Mayor, he hosts a show here every Thursday from 11 to noon. Always bringing in the big hitters, too. Always bringing in the people from around town, about town. It's about town, right? It's about town. Correct. It, and it's about the town. Yep. About the town of Cornelius. Indeed. And he brings in the people and, and shares the information, and he wants you to engage as well. 844-STUDIO-4. You can always call in and ask questions. I say, like, our, our, our elected officials hour, right, is, is that... 11 to noon Monday through Friday. And I, I've told them, I said, look, consider this like office hours. Engage with the community. And they're calling on. They're, they want you to call in and engage with them. If you've got questions, they want to hear from you as the citizens and the community members and leaders. They want to know what's on your mind and what's important to you. That's how they can then go forward with things in the town that fit the needs of the community. And so you've got to do your part and engage. 844-STUDIO-4. And again, tonight, Jamie Gatton hosting the uh, candidate forum in Mooresville at the Charles Mack Citizen Center. Mooresville, engage. Get in there. There's a lot going on in Mooresville right now. You got to be a player in a democracy. Don't hate the player, hate the game. You got to be a player. Or, or wait, don't hate the game, play the game. I don't, something like that. Participate. Participate. Yeah. Get in there. Let's, let's get in there. Let's get in there, coach. No, wait, no, coach doesn't play. That's the players that play. Get in there, players. I will everybody's head about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? 
Today's word of the day is demure. 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 This is the well. This is the word of the day. I do it every day where I say a word and Justin has to guess the definition. That's exactly what it is. Yes. (laughs) Demure. It's an adjective. It is spelled uh, D-E-M-U-R-E. Demure. Wait, wait, wait. It's spelled what? D-E-M-U-R-E. That's not how you have it spelled up there. That's not how you have it spelled. Oh, buddy. Error. Is that, wait, so there is an E on the end there of it. There is an E on the end of that. Okay, so if you're Silent. watching WSICnews.com or any of the social platforms, do not take what we say true. Although everything you read on the internet is true, and this would be one of those things. Demure is spelled D-E-M-U-R. Demure. Right. Right? No. No. There's an E at the end. It's silent. It's a silent E. It's a silent If we call it the invisible E. Correct. It, it's there. You just can't see it. Right. All right. Well, this has gone well. Uh, would you like to hear the word in the sentence? It is. So it's an adjective, so it describes something. Correct. Okay. Let us, let us describe something in a sentence for me, please, sir. Yes. It's an elegant gown with a demure neckline. Hmm? Does that do anything for you? It's uh, a bright neckline. Ooh. A a uh, um, focused, a a defined neckline. A the girl greeted her parents' dinner party guests with a demure curtsy. A demure, an elegant, an elegant curtsy. You're a, a formal version of something that looks really good. Yes and no, yes, uh, but no. Okay. Um, do you have another sentence? I do not. Just okay. two. You get the two. That's it. That's all I get. That's the maximum amount of clues. Correct. Can I call a friend? Mm, not right now. Okay. Yes. Uh, demure. When describing something observed, such as clothing or an attitude, demure means not attracting or demanding a lot of attention, right? Making, a, making it a, simon, a synonym of reserved and modest, right? So the elegant gown with a demure neckline means the attention was on the gown. The neckline the was pretty subtle. Correct. Oh, okay. Right? Um, when So it's like an inverse situation. Yep. When used to describe a person, it's usually applied to a girl or woman. Don't get us started there. Uh, it typically means quiet and polite, but it can also describe someone who puts on a show of false modesty, making it a synonym of coy. A synonym of coy. Right. So the, the demure cup was coupled with the robust flavors of black powder coffee. Oh, wow, that actually works. So I did like a double sip right there. That didn't really work too well. No, that was good. Because I'm coming to the bottom of the cup. Right. I'm coming I'm coming to the to the bottom. Right. You almost had to make up a little sip. I had to. Yeah, I kind of. <laughs> uh, and, and then I, I was able to continue. Demure, forward. I apologize to all of our viewers. No, you don't have to apologize. You do need to, to, to let me on this insight. You did make a comment there at the end. The girl versus woman thing. What was that? Um, it just seems to be a ever expanding definition. Girl and woman? Yes. Is expanding? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, you're a girl. <laughs> I am? 
You could be. <laughs> Stop. Okay, well, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm, yeah, I've already I'm, gone too far. I don't far think I'm playing this. ball with you. Here. <laughs> you're not. You're, I you're don't trying. Play ball. <laughs> you're trying to skirt right now, yeah. and I'm this is me skirting. I'm trying, <laughs> and I am trying to push you even closer to I the know. edge. I know. And I'm so not. ashamed that I forgot that e. That's <laughs> oh, that's what the focus is right now. Is yeah, can't get over it. But see, when that's the advantage of saying things out loud in our, in our society and with auto spell check and everything like that. Do you really even know how to spell anything? anymore we can just say things out loud no like we like we don't even need to worry about spelling it yeah it didn't even like what are letters like yeah. what are, what do letters even matter anymore well, we need to update our app because i didn't get my little red squiggly line oh yeah oh yeah i don't i don't think yeah, yeah. when you when you're when you're at advanced level like where it assumes you know what no. you're doing <laughs> that's the problem that we need right. to go back a version you okay. know like adobe right. go back and and undo right. in that most recent release like no i don't know everything right but they let you kind of free flow maybe that's creativity though you right. know what i mean right they don't box me in speaking of creativity uh stewart dance uh uh, Stewart Dance Society is it Stewart Dance Society Company Company Stewart Dance Company coming this weekend to Kane Center. I'm going to the show. Oh, are you going to the show? Demi and I are going. Uh, she wants to go out this weekend, and so she said, "Okay, let's go to the Stewart Dance uh, Company. We're bringing uh, Stewart Owen, Stewart yep. Owen Dance Company. We're bringing another couple, uh, Handsome Rob." Oh, yeah. And we're going, and, and Steph, and wow. so we're going to have a good time. A couple of, lo two local couples going to a local show in Corntown. Right, and the Stuart Owen Dance Company is, um, they are a couple. Gavin Stewart and Vanessa Owen. That they would make married. sense. Oh, yeah. so they're married. Yes, they got married. So they did the whole, like, we'll keep our own last names thing, like, as part of it? Is that? Okay. Phone rang, so Bill, <laughs> now, now a man alone with his thoughts. I don't know. Did, did you, uh, ma'am, did you take your, your, your husband's last name or did you keep, you know, your own? What'd you do? 844 Studio 4. Do you think, do you think we as a society should, should embrace the original culture of the woman taking the man's last name? Or are we, are we too mature for that now? Can we be two units put together as one? Is that possible? Is that possible? We got Dan Citrone from the borough on the phone right now. Coach Dan, how are we doing this morning, sir? Coach good. Dan. How are you? Good, sir. Good, sir. Thank you for calling. Did you want to go to the Owen Dance Company show this weekend at Kane Center in Cornelius? Uh, it would be awesome, but I'm actually not, not able to. I got to go to the alumni game. Oh, the alumni I was game. I Dollar Bill to make sure that he was going to be there. Uh, I'll be there. Blazing his speed, doing what he does. I will be there, Coach, no doubt. <laughs> Should be fun. I'm excited. We got to get uh, – uh, And is the whole crew going to come? Like, I need, think you need to bring some fans. Now that you guys have fans, you right. got to bring <laughs> – See what Dollar Bill brings to the table. Right. I think Miss Connie's going to come. Oh, of course Miss Connie's going to be there. Oh, she's yeah. She's the best. Yeah, she's great. I'd, I'd hate to break up this bromance right now, uh, but, uh, you know, Coach, I've been trying to get Bill to coach some here locally, the youngins, because right here in Cornelius at Robbins Park, there's there's a couple of teams that play a couple of clubs, it looks like. He's been talking about getting back into coaching. You think that's an avenue that, that Dollar Bill should take? <laughs> 100%. I mean, I think that he needs to be back in the game as fast as possible. He, he's got to get out of that 
comfy downtown Charlotte world and <laughs> branching out of it. Right. You ain't, you ain't lying. Right? I mean, he gets to walk around the city, do what he does. Everybody doesn't know the talent this guy brings to the table. Yeah, he, he hangs out with the Prince of Charlotte quite often on their walks together. Right? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I w- makes sense. She's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we appreciate you calling, Coach. What's up for your weekend? What do you, you got? The you got, got the, the alumni? alumni game. We got one of our. That's the whole focus. We got one of our own getting inducted into Greensboro College's Hall of Fame. So shout out Matthew Perry. What? Yes, and and the others oh. who are uh, getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend. Okay, Coach. We appreciate you calling yeah, in. Going in. Keep a keep a lookout hey, for Bill though. He's got. It. You make sure Bill makes it home though. I need him here back on Monday. Okay, don't try to keep him in the borough too long from me. Without a doubt, we'll get him back. Okay, we appreciate Thanks it. for calling, Coach. <laughs> Later. Have a great day. All right, there you go. Coach Dan calling in. The alumni game this weekend, Dollar Bill is going to be uh, Bill the, the Buffer. He's going to be there. He's going to be playing. Big Lax guy. Used to play for Charlotte Hounds. He doesn't like to talk about it very much, so I make sure to tell everybody <laughs> about it. Sure. Played in college, coached a bit. <laughs> Uh, ran a club team for a while. Look, if you're a local lax organization, 844-STUDIO-4, you want the best, we've got the best. Give us a call. Good morning, fam. We're coming back. Uh, we've got, uh, oh, well, we got a little bit of news coming top of the hour. Hang on. Good morning, OKN. 8.06. We're into the 8 o'clock hour. If you're on your way to work, you want to drive safe, we're going to get a look at the roads uh, from ICATS at 8.15. We're going to get a call in. We'll see what's going on on them streets because they uh, sound dirty these days. Streets is dirty. So you got to be careful when you're driving out there. I'm seeing these videos. Well, OK, hold on. Let me, let me I, I, we'll wait to talk about that. We'll, we'll wait to talk about some of this stuff. Um, well, let me let me cover a couple of things first. Uh, Jamie Gatton, uh, she just reached out a little bit ago. Uh, she's got a prep for tonight. She she she's she's gonna have to do a lot of talking, a lot of speaking, and and she says her her throat is a little a little hoarse right now, so she's trying to preserve. So she's not gonna come on the show today. And I don't I'm not I'm not upset at her. She's good people, and she needs that voice for tonight. It's the candidate forum going down in Mooresville tonight, six to nine p.m. Charles Mack Citizen Center. It is a free event. Look, if you live in Mooresville, and you're able. There really is no reason why you should not go to this. You need to engage with the leadership and know who you're electing. Elections matter. We're seeing that more now than ever. And I believe in the hyper-local market is really our last stand. Constitutionally, quality of life, all the above. Locally is our last stand to really be able to uh, have some sort of say in our future. And so you should engage. Jamie Gatton of the Mooresville Scoop will be moderating the candidate forum tonight in Mooresville, again, at Charles Mack Citizen Center from 6 to 9 p.m. You're going to want to be there because you are you need to know who your potential local leaders are going to be. Maybe you're not happy with the, the way things have been going, or maybe you are. Either way, you want to know what the next potential leaders are going to do because that's the thing about elections, right? There's always going to be somebody next, somebody next, somebody next. And then we've got also local uh, candidate forums happening in October here in Cornelius and Huntersville. And we're grateful. We're partnering up with the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce. Um, they're putting on the candidate forums, and, and we, we're working together with them. I'll be moderating the ones for Cornelius and Huntersville. They will take place at the respective town halls. I believe it's October 12th will be Cornelius's candidate forum 
again at Town Hall. And then Huntersville, which has, I believe, 16 people officially. Uh, I think there were 17, but one of them now has dropped out. So there's 16, uh, 16 people running in Huntersville. Um, and I, I don't even know off the top of my head if, if that's just the town board or does that include the mayoral? There's 16. I just th There's that number. That's how many. So Huntersville is actually going to take place over two days. Because, like, we're not about to do, like, the, the national, uh, uh, you know, debates and have 16 people on one stage. What well, we could. We could. But I don't uh, – and Bill Russell believes, and I, and I agree with him, I, there, that's not effective a way to really get to know the leadership. And so we're going to break that one, or they've broken that one up over two days, the 17th, October 17th, and October 19th. Both of those for Huntersville will be at Huntersville Town Hall. So tell your friends, tell your wives, tell everybody the candidate forums are coming. And you need to be there. You need to engage, particularly for the Huntersville and Cornelius one. WSIC will also be broadcasting those. We're working through the, the specific technicals. Um, I imagine right now if Frank Horvath, our engineer, is listening, his mind just started racing we will be broadcasting from the town hall of Cornelius on October 12th for the candidate forum. And then in Huntersville, the 17th and 19th, we are also hoping to video stream all of those candidate forums as well. And now build the buffers mind is starting to race in addition. And we're excited about it. Very excited. It's a good time. You got to engage with your leadership. Yeah, you got to know who you're, who you're voting for. Here's the thing about Huntersville, which is funny. 16 people are running. I don't even know who all 16 are. Right. No idea. You got to get to know them. Got to get to know them. This is right. the opportunity. Have they lived here a long time? Did they just move here from Nantucket? Maybe Saskatchewan. Right. Maybe Florida. Maybe they grew born and raised here in Huntersville. I don't know. I don't know, but we're going to find out. And what are their beliefs? What do they want to run on? What skills do they possess that make them qualified? to be a town board commissioner. A lot of budget conversation. Do they have a budget in their home? Have they worked with financials before? How are they working with people that they disagree with? That's important. This is important. You gotta be able to have a reasonable conversation with folks even if you don't agree. 100%. It's, a, it's, it's basically a volunteer gig. So it's right. not like someone's forcing you to do it. So right. if you're gonna do it and you're gonna volunteer yourself, you better have some skills. Absolutely. And you better have some knowledge. And that's what else is it like we want to encourage good leadership. Like if you believe you possess the skills to be a leader, don't shy away from it. Shoot your shot. Absolutely. Which is actually I feel like that's becoming a more challenging thing for people to do nowadays. Yeah. Just because of uh, just the way online media works and things like that, because I feel like every time somebody makes a slip up and sometimes, you know, slip ups. Some are bigger than others, but regardless, you are getting just onslaughted with mostly negativity. Um, yeah. I mean, any level-headed person, you know, I mean, it just seems like something that you would just turn away from, right? Like, you, why would I put myself through that when there are other ways to uh, live life? So we also, as as community members, I think we need to uh, step up and, and, and be a little bit more understanding of what, what all is going on. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I, I found the secret, I believe. Okay. Oh, boy. I, I take the Hulk approach. Okay. I'm always doing something dumb. Oh, So yeah. then that way, like, okay. when it happens, right. 
nobody's surprised. Right. Nobody makes a big deal of it. Sure. It's like, oh, that, oh, he did it again. Justin, he did something Justin again. Gunny Justin. Right. Yeah. He, exactly. He's gonna. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. That actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Right. That you know, tamper I do find down myself <laughs> saying that. <laughs> tamper down expectations. <laughs> you know, you set the bar really low for yourself. You can only impress people at that point. That's typically sure. what I, my mantra has been. I figured that out eh, probably about 10th, 11th grade. And since then, it's just been a, a roller coaster ride ever since. You know, you said you're going to the dance studio. Sorry to bounce back to the, the Stuart uh, Owen Dance Company dance show. Company show. Yeah. yeah. Saturday. Yes. Um, doors open at seven. Show starts at eight. That's right. Um, be sure to get your cane sippy cups. I love mine. By the I way. still I have it at home. You know, uh, Emmy loves drinking milk out of hers. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I drink anything out of it. Yeah, it's a sippy cup. I like opening and closing it. You know what we're we're hoping to do beforehand? We're gonna go to dinner. We're gonna we're hoping to go to the Hunter House in Huntersville. Okay. Have you ever been there? I have not. It's like a historic house. Right. Um, I believe it's what is it? Mount is it Mount Holly Hunter? It's not Mount Holly. I have no idea where it is. So, oh gosh, one fifteen. Right. Are we on the same page of one fifteen now? Old sure. Statesville. Yes. South of Gilead. Gotcha. You know where the new roundabout is right there? Uh-huh. Where there used to be like the pizza shop and auto store right there at the corner? Right, okay. And there was that historic house just adjacent gotcha. to that? That's the Hunter House. Oh, okay. That's where we're going to go. Uh, what, they got some French food? What they got there? I, you know what? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we've been looking at going for a while. They had at some point, like, rather than be just like an event venue space, opened up to like to the public and opening up their outdoor seating and creating the space and doing all this stuff, and maybe they've done it forever and I'm just behind on the times, have never gone, but I've heard great things about it. And so Demi wants to go to the Hunter House as well, so we're, we're hoping to venture there this weekend. Um, usually I don't say where we, we're going to go for dinner until after in case it doesn't go well. Right. So I'm certainly hoping for a good time well, now I that I said we're going I was just going to say there. that I took ballet in college. You did? Yeah. What form? Is ballet, is there different forms of ballet, or is it all just like Serious ballet? Serious ballet. Like, can you stand up on your toe? I can do anything. Oh, we're going to watch this when we get back. Good morning, LK and 844-STUDIO-4. We got traffic looking coming up, and uh, we'll talk more about the candidate forms. Good morning, LK Ed. 818. Cruising on into work, you want to get a look at your streets? Well, we check in with iCats, rideicats.com, alternative transportation. Three bucks to take you from Iredale County down into the city of Charlotte. We've got Jeff on the phone. Jeff? How are the streets looking this morning, sir? 77 south uh, from the, the lake in Mooresville down to uh, exit 23 in Huntersville is heavy congestion. Uh, if you're uh, going south just past 85 going into the city of Charlotte, uh, heavy congestion. Uh, or going north uh, between uh, Huntersville to uh, Cornelius, Heavy congestion. Beside that, uh, the side, the secondary roads are good. Uh, no incidents to report. Uh, so just take your time if you're going into the city this morning. How about the uh, secondary roads uh, in Iredale County through Mecklenburg? You know, a lot of congestion starts happening when so many people are entering the highway at one time. Is it right now that you would say, Jeff, is the busiest time on the roads or is the 7 o'clock hour more busy? Oh, right, right now. Uh, yesterday, after I had talked to you, there were several, uh, a little later on, there were several accidents. So it seems, seems that there's, there's more going on uh, around the, the 8 o'clock hour as people are going to work. Uh, I'm coming up onto exit 23 and 
traffic is moving slow going north, uh, northbound. So it's kind of typical that the second run is where uh, there's just more people on the road and, and things get a little crazy. It's, a, it's, it's moving slow, but not ICATS because you guys cruise in that HOV lane, right? That's right. Uh, there it is. Uh, it, But um, anyways, yeah, we're uh, right now. There's uh, around exit 23. I think there's something that's happened. They've they've got us moving over uh, to the right lane in the uh, HOV lane. So um, just just be careful as you're driving into work today. That's right, Jeff. With iCats Ride, iCats.com, alternative transportation. They'll take you around Iredale County for a buck if you want to need to go to the grocery. Maybe you got a, some honey do list items you got to take care of. They can help you knock that list out. Jeff, we appreciate you, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Have a great day. You too, sir. All right, Jeff, cruising the streets, keeping uh, keeping us apprised of what is happening out there. A lot going on. You know, WSIC did break the story. We had the exclusive with the gentleman who was the eyewitness to the F-35 jet that crashed, uh, landed, and he did see it. He did provide us with a report of what happened. Go ahead, Bill. I heard a, a screeching, saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? <laughs> there it was. The eyewitness account <laughs> describing what it was like when the F-35 jet <laughs> crash landed between a screech and a whistle. That was pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. A, a reenactment. Yep. I should have had his whole house. We should have had an extra lower third reenactment. I think it's so great when they get interviews like that. Well, those are the best. Yeah, like, when they just the real get, community. Right, exactly. You it's know? just authentic. Yeah. I mean, that guy's so himself. Right. I'm like, jealous. Like he he was so nervous probably to do it, and they're like, "Mama, I'm about to be on TV." Right. <laughs> and then now that's all they're going to be talking about at church. I mean, could this you weekend. imagine just minding your own business? Right. <laughs> and out of nowhere, there's an F-35. And it's screaming at you, no doubt. Like, it's not like it's just like a normal plane scenario. F-35, like, that's a powerful jet. I'm still convinced, and, and, and I have zero way to prove this, but I am convinced wholeheartedly that we ejected from it on purpose to see if we could find it and what would happen for, for, <laughs> for an unmanned uh, aircraft. Maybe that's the U. It's not UFOs. What do we call them? UAW? What do we call them? No, that's the United Auto Workers. What do we call them now for the un- UAPs? UAPs? Unidentified apparatuses poking holes in our atmosphere. Is that what it is? Yes. Something like that. And, and and I'm convinced that we are testing our abilities by releasing our pilots and then seeing if we can find it. Kind of like a dog fetching a ball. That That's what I equate it to. I mean, it is the most 2023 thing ever to do some test flying and for something to be uh, uh, so hard to track. I mean, we can't even locate it. I mean. You can't. Yeah, we're out here testing, running tests. Why not? Let's and, see what's going on. we literally lose an F-35. But we didn't really lose it because we intentionally right. let oh, it go, okay. released right. it into right. the— It'll be interesting to see how this story unfolds. I don't know if it will unfold. Right. I think I think that, you know, at some point there will be a Netflix documentary. Right. But I don't think that's happening today. Sure. Although somebody might be trying to film it right now. Not much to film. <laughs> I, I mean, and they found. did they find the black box? I'm not sure. I don't even know if they have those. Maybe the F-35 doesn't carry a black box? Right. Why don't they just make the whole plane out of the black box? But 
You heard that joke before? I have not. You've not heard that? I, I don't Several even. Several comedians have tried, you know, because they always find the black box. Right. So why not make the whole plane right. out of the black box? No more lost planes. No more lost if planes. Facto, yeah. The black box. Man, you're in the solutions business. I like that. <laughs> that's what we that's what we do here at WSIC. <laughs> and one of the solutions is to help you engage with your leadership. And again, the Mooresville Scoop, Jamie Gatton is hosting a candidate forum tonight at the Charles Mack Citizen Center. It's from six to nine PM. So if you live in the town of Mooresville and you want to have a say, you want to know what your leaders are thinking, what the potential new leaders are going to be doing and thinking, and what their vision is. For the town, well, tonight's one of the nights you can go out and check them out. Yep. 6 to 9 p.m., Charles Mack Citizen Center. That's for the town of Mooresville. Again, hosted by, excuse me, the Mooresville Scoop. Jamie Gatton will be the moderator there. And then Huntersville and Cornelius, those candidate forums are coming up. Cornelius will be October 12th at Town Hall in Cornelius, a public event. You are welcome to come. We are going to promote it continuously because we want you to engage. So if you are a resident in the town of Cornelius, we hope to see you the evening of October 12th at Town Hall. And then for our Huntersville residents, October 17th and 19th, happening again at Town Hall in Huntersville. The event is being put on, the candidate forum is being put on by the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce. And I will be moderating the Huntersville (laughs) (laughs) and Cornelius candidate forums. That's pretty much my opening statement, is that right there, is just banshee screaming. (laughs) The most effective way to promulgate change in the community is to shout at the top of your lungs. And that's what I'll be doing. I think I think next home game after uh, the Panthers, when, sure. they, when we return mm-hmm. in a couple weeks, I think uh, after it's a Carolina first down, it should just be. That would be pretty good. That would be pretty good. Right. Uh, looking at the schedule, so next week, uh, or excuse me, this weekend, Sunday, 4.05 kickoff time. So it's an after, it's a later game, too, on Sunday. For us, but over there would be... Yeah, but nobody cares time. about it over okay. there. So the Seahawks, uh, West Coast team, and so it's 4 p.m. here is the kickoff. That is a loud stadium. That yep. is a that is what they're known for, the way that it was architecturally designed. So that way, if you are a visitor, you are going to know you are not welcome there and that's how they like to do it. Right. Uh, Pete Carroll doesn't coach there still, does he? He does. He does Boy, still coach there? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, uh, m- My dad and I, we had gone to California. Last time we went to California together, and we went to – he has a, he had a good friend he grew up with, and we got to go to uh, USC, Southern Cal's practice. Right. This was back in the days of Reggie Bush right. playing for USC. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the same time Pete Carroll was there coaching. Sure. So the I got exact to go. Yeah, I got to go <laughs> to uh, one of the practices, the USC practices, and watch them practice. Pete Carroll and Reggie Bush back Very in the cool. day when I was a kid. I mean, that's um, prime. That the, that was a great football team. I had a Reggie Bush jersey signed by Reggie. Reggie signed. It was, a, yep. it was the I white remember. USC. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still have the Brett Favre, and I've got uh, the Michael Jordan jersey too. So mm-hmm. my dad used to work at South Park Hotel right. back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, which is no longer South Park. I don't think. I don't even know what it, I think. It's just like a Marriott or something. But right. for those who have been in the area a long time, you may remember the South Park Hotel. My dad was a, a bellman there. And so he would get to ride like and p- take the you know celebrities luggage. That's so classic. Back in the day, right? South Park is where all the celebrities stayed before we had the Ritz in, in downtown. And he was riding in the elevator one uptown. day with Michael Jordan. Yeah, uptown, riding in the elevator one night with Michael Jordan. 
he whips out the jersey out of his back pocket for Michael to sign. <laughs> just whips it out. And just my, in case. Mike looks at my dad, and this is the way my dad describes it. Man, can't you give a brother a break? And my dad was like, nah. Nah. <laughs> you gonna sign this jersey for my kid. Right. And uh, I have uh, taken up that similar mantra. You have not because you ask not. And sure. so that is a... Uh, you know, just some fun random facts there of my life. So I do have those jerseys. It is a kid's jersey. The funny part about the Jordan one, it is my kid's jersey. Like, it right. is a kid-sized jersey, which makes it really funny in a frame. Uh, but it is cool. It's a cool memory. <laughs> Game worn. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, where I was really going with this, you had mentioned the schedule and when we're back. So we've got the Seahawks this weekend away. Next weekend, October 1st, the Vikings? the Vikings at home. Vikings at home. Now, that is one normally, like, historically, I would say, the Vikings typically have been when, like, if we're in any kind of wild card position or vibing for the playoffs, it's typically the Vikings is where we end up meeting with because they're part of the NFC, but they're not NFC South. And so I'm excited to see that game. Now, as far as I know, the Vikings are just absolute garbage this year. Is that right? Um, I know for a fact that you have no idea how the Vikings are. No idea. Yeah. Um, they are, it'd be nice to beat them. Yeah. I mean, NFC yeah. team, any NFC team, NFC South is priority. Anybody in the NFC secondary priority. AFC is just for, you know, just, just for the bets. Um, <laughs> so, so, so please do not coach the Panthers. <laughs> well, that's that's true. I mean, I'm my, my, look. I'm I'm a Billy Bean Secondary guy. Secondary priority. I'm a Billy Bean guy. We just got to make it. We just right. we just got to get on base. And now that Bryce I Young potentially won't be playing for the rest of the season, what? We'll we'll not see. true. We'll WSIC see. Family. We'll see what happens. He'll be back. I, he'll bounce back. He'll bounce. It's still early. It's still early. We're still early. It's still We're back to still early. <laughs> Early. WSIZ, you're listening to the Good Morning LKN Show. Justin Kazepis, Bill's on the Sticks, 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. We got the good, the bad, the ugly news segment. We're going to run that up next. Uh, got to fill the time. Got to fill that time. That's what we got to do. If you're cruising into work, we hope you uh, have a good morning. We, we always enjoy riding with you. WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. You can be watching us. You could be seeing the outlandish activities we will do. Next up, Bill will be showing us his ballerina skills. And so you're going to want to see that. Again, WSICnews.com. Also, all the social platforms. We love you, Kith. Be right back. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, 833. Bill is on the sticks. Uh... I've been mentioning the candidate forums. I have been told I also need to be mentioning the community yard sale being hosted by WSIC on October 28th. We have a big announcement for the yard sale that we're going to announce tomorrow. So you're going to want to listen to the show um, to find out. We've got big news for the yard sale. Um, I'm going to announce it tomorrow. Again, the community yard sale, wsicnews.com slash yard sale. You can find out some information. But we've got a big thing we're going to announce tomorrow we're excited about. Um, and uh, that, that's all I'm going to say about it right now. Yeah, what a tease. Well done. That, that's all I'm going to say right now. It's, uh, it's time, Bill. It's time. Oh, I didn't mean that, but oh, gosh. All right. Listen up. Pull up your stirrups and get ready for the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. All right. Today, in the news... From what I see, <laughs> in Charlotte, game, set, match, according to WSOC-TV. Uh, 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. The city agrees to invest $65 million in the River District Tennis Complex. Tennis? Tennis. Tennis. Now, I told you, just making a comeback. Yep, I've heard this uh, for a while, even before I started my work here at WSIC. Um, yeah, and the hope is uh, eventually we'll be bringing down uh, tournaments. Tennis tournaments. The, like uh, legitimate. Yeah. Like legitimate. US Open caliber. Correct. Correct. So I guess there's like a tournament in uh, Cincinnati, and for some reason we are just trying to take it from them. <laughs> we want it. Right. Okay. Which I also learned that the Cincinnati also calls themselves the Queen City. Do they? Yeah. Isn't it cold there? Yeah. yeah. I don't think Queens like it cold. Queens don't like it cold. No. All right. In other news, and this would be, I guess, in the bad section. Uh, might not be bad. Doesn't sound good. Um, <laughs> Elon Musk uh -oh. and his company, Neuralink, oh, yeah. have uh, been given approval to start up human trials where they are going to insert a chip into a human's brain in hopes that they will be able to, uh, it will grant people the ability to control the computer cursor or keyboard using their thoughts alone. Like paraplegics being able to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and they could also. Yeah, you could be able to use your, your arms. Think. Yes. Literally, Elon put out. He believes that it will help humans regain control of Correct. all of their limbs. Correct. So I'm gonna scratch it to a. Uh, we're gonna leave it at neutral right now. It's just a lot of robot in this article. Well, I'll, um, ha I'll have some things to say. Yeah. Um, and then in the uh, bad news. Well, ugly. Or ugly. Ugly. This is this is ugly. Um, aspartame. Right, a uh, common ingredient found in... Uh, aspartame. Aspartame. Com aspartame. Aspartame. Found in uh, diet, Can diet you Coke, use it in a sentence, please? Diet drinks. Yeah. Um, it's an ingredient. Uh, an alternative sugar solution. Exactly, yes. Um, they ran some uh, tests on some mice, and mm -hmm. they say that it leads to uh, hereditary memory loss. Really? Yes. Aspartame. Um, aspartame. And that's yes. in pretty much every diet soda Correct. known to man. Correct. So, and um, yeah, it's uh, known to people. Uh, it, you know, aspartame's having a tough time. Right Girls now. and women. Yes, I would. I would advise. Uh, well, actually, I'm not qualified to advise you to do anything. Just let you know what I'm reading. <laughs> Official medical advice from Bill the Buffer. <laughs> yeah, let me backtrack just Stop a little bit. Stop drinking aspartame. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, a lot of a couple of bad things just tied to aspartame. And now, uh, and I think we've known yes. that it's not like really good for you. Like we, right. but to what extent is it bad for right. you? So now in the things that they are in the experiments they ran with their mice, now the mice's kids are having troubles. Oh snap. Right. So it is hereditary and, uh, that's what you got to know. Could you imagine being like the scientists, like observing the mice, like Johnny just, he's just forgetting things. Like he keeps leaving his backpack at home before school every day and before we go and to mice class and it's right really, I, we believe it's the aspartame right i mean what if a, a mouse is just having a lazy day right you know or or too much delta eight you know i don't know who knows <laughs> oh, who knows what's going right. on because they're probably using delta eight and aspartame simultaneously on these right. mice that diet know? delta eight that's <laughs> delta eight containing <laughs> aspartame <laughs> no high fructose corn syrup <laughs> yeah. no unless you're dr fred and you grow your own hemp right then yeah. you grow your own. Yep. But he doesn't do Delta 8. He just does CBD. Right. And so that's, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll clarify that. I don't, I don't want to do that to Dr. Fred. He doesn't want me doing that, and I won't do that. Yep. Dr. Fred is definitely the one to ask about this. He's he's talked about aspartame for, for a while. Right. Um, he's, and he's definitely on the inside. He reads all. He can understand and read these medical paper, papers and journals and tests and studies and all that kind of stuff. He's got some big things that he's um, 
wanting to talk about, which are pretty serious. Um, he, he, you know, he and I had a good conversation this week, and, I, and I'll continue to tell Dr. Fred, don't hold back, baby. Keep right. going. Tell the world about the you truth. Got to know. You got to be informed. And 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 look uh, again. He's a he's a doctor, and right. he, he he understands. He's he's allowed to have you know and share opinions medically. I will share medical opinions, but I certainly wouldn't follow them if I were you. Right. But Doctor Fred, if he says it, right, or Doctor Eastman says it, sure, it's worth you know it's 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 you know worth looking Let into. Let the ears perk up a little. That's right. If I say it. It's definitely true, but if they right. say it's it, more listening. true. Yeah, pass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so let's go. So good, the good for the 65 mil for the tennis complex. My question is, are they going to have it adaptable to pickleball? That would be a question I would ask. I, I think I think you just can. I, I no, think, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I just sure wonder from a management plan, right? Because like when you have a tennis tournament, you can't have the dual lines of both tennis and pickleball, right? You've got to have just the tennis lines. Oh, really? I, I mean, because like a tournament, you're not going to see it on TV with lines of pickleball and tennis. Right. So there will have to be some level of I thought pickleball was just like take out the back line. I don't know. Like it's just that first That's what I don't tee. know. That's what I mean. I don't know the answer. Yeah, I think it's like half of a tennis court. I think the lines are already there. So they can utilize an existing tennis sure. court without having to draw new lines. Correct. That's pretty good. I believe, yeah. Okay, then that makes more sense. Yes. And is the, are the nets the same height in pickleball? Um... I, I have you played don't pickleball? Know. I have not played pickleball. I have not either. I have not. Several people have asked me to play pickleball, and I just have not gotten around to doing it yet. Right. I'm I'm scared of who I might become. It's a it's a commitment. Right. Because once you get that bug from everyone I talk to, right. it's real. Right. There goes you know your Tuesdays and Thursdays. You know that, that they go out the door real quick. Exactly. I also saw something where um you know kids now are having to kind of uh not 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 duke it out in the literal sense, but like. People just trying to play some basketball. Yeah. And, you know, you just got people playing pickleball. Right. And now the kids can't can't play hoops. They can't because of the pickleball? Right. Because there's no and courts. The, and the adults are not leaving. Yeah. So now the kids are like, well, what, what are we going to do? The, there is definitely um, a shortage of fields, both baseball, softball, tennis, pickleball, basketball. There is a shortage of fields. Lacrosse? Lacrosse. La, la, <laughs> uh, soccer, all of it. Um, there certainly right. is a shortage of fields. Like You know that from being a coach. It's hard. That is a process to book Field fields. Field space is tough. Field yes. space is tough when you've got a growing area. You've got people who want to invest and be a part and create these ways for kids and adults to engage in the outdoors, which is great. But so if, you, if you're in the field of developing parks and you know some people, give us a call. I mean, right. we, we can, we'll connect you with the towns because they're they're looking for more parks to be developed. I think absolutely they want that. That is something they absolutely want. So if you're in that game, uh, we'd be happy to help. Indeed, connect you. The uh, what? So what do you think about the Neuralink stuff? Because I'm worried. Here's where my concern comes in. You go in, you get a chip, you come back the next day, and you're like, Bill, I can actually do this with my thoughts. <laughs> and then I, you know, but here, here I'm obsolete. The chip is connected to some system. Okay. And what was the movie where when they had the chip and they could just turn it off? And right. You just, um, I can't remember, but it it's like a ma- sounds... it wasn't Matrix because right. they, they, that's like basically unplugging, sure. you know, and when you were tap in. Right. Yeah. But there was one where it was like chips and they could just literally turn them off. Your boy's not playing that game. Right. You won't find me with a chip. You ain't going to find me getting no tattoo chip in my wrist, my forehead, my neck. 
I done read the book. I know how it ends, and I ain't playing that game. You ain't right. going to find me with no chip getting in line. I can tell you that right now. Uh, the good yes, Lord coming back before you see your boy get a chip. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it ain't happening. I ain't about, I will grow my own food and not utilize any county services. I will bury my poop in the hill. You ain't finding me getting no chip. I'm telling you right now. You, you know, I will, I will form a compound and you be, you be find me at the yellow deli before it, before I go out and getting a chip put Indeed. in me. I can tell you that right now. Indeed. It does sound uh, a little scary. But, I mean, if if the benefits work out for everybody, I mean, I do hope that those are... Again, pure intentions in the beginning, right, is how it starts. That's how it always starts. Pure intentions. You've seen Jurassic Park. You know how that went. It went really well. I think three or four times, right? Right. But except for the dinosaurs kind of... Natural instinct kicks in. Right. Which I don't even know what a natural instinct of a chip is. Did you know sea turtles have been around since the dinosaurs? Yes. I read that in a, in a book with Noah the other night. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you for sharing we're, that. We're big on animals and things like that. And really right. just getting into the hierarchy of life and creationism and all that other kind of stuff sure. since we're on that, that kind of level. But again, I agree, like, the idea is good. Like, hey, paraplegics, that's a big medical advancement. Like, 100%. that's huge. Like, right. wow, you were not able to use your limbs and now you're able to use your limbs? In theory? Miracle. Yeah. Fantastic. Crazy, yeah. Absolutely fantastic idea. But it also leads me to, like, this is kind of coming out of nowhere. I know they've been working on it. Sure. But this rapid progression, doesn't it seem like it's moving very fast? Right. Right. If you look at the history of the world and like up until 1920, 1930. Right. Right. There had been advancements. Right. But then the moment like the internet kind of started coming out, like in the late, you know, 90s. I agree with you on that. I think that technology has like almost accelerated generations. Right. Right. Because there are people who, you know, were born in the in the nineties, but yeah. even these kids born in the two thousands and people who had like social media, like social social media on their phones and stuff yeah. going through high school, middle middle school, high school, college. And now that's all they know. I can't even imagine what that would have been like, what I would have been doing. I remember my first phone. It was a Nokia. Nice. And it was it wasn't folder or anything. Right, it was right, no, right. It was, oh, no remember, it was yeah. just the buttons. And I had the game Snake. Snake, yeah. On my phone. Snake. <laughs> Snake. Shout out to those who remember Snake on the cell phone. That's what we were doing on road trips. That that was it. <laughs> that was the level of entertainment <laughs> you got to. Yeah. And uh, so that that's the kind of stuff I just feel like it's advanced really rapidly given like the satellite stuff and like now Neuralink and controlling it's it's happening fast. Um, it kind of shows you like okay, so if that's been the past five, ten years. What's the next 10 years look like? What's the next 10 years look like? Nobody knows. Good morning, LKN 844 Studio 4. What do you think? You strapping, you getting chipped up? Maybe you want to. 844 Studio 4. Give us a holler. Good morning, LKN 848. Justin Kazepis, Bill's on the sticks. Rolling through the morning time already. Hope you're having a good morning so far. We appreciate you. 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation right now. I believe we've got a caller on the line. Caller, how are we doing this morning? Fine and dandy, Mr. Justin Kazetis. How are you, sir? Doing well, sir. How are you? Oh, just great sunshine here in beautiful Cornelius Lake Norman area. But uh, Wait, is that a baby in the background I hear? Is that a baby in the background I hear? Uh, we don't name names of, of children. No. Uh, yeah, yes, it is. It's a cute little man. Are you? Are you? Are, what are you cute doing little, right now? Are you driving right now? I am uh, walking my dogs, trying to clear the mind for the day ahead as an aspiring entrepreneur that has a question for the host. 
Excellent. You may continue now. I've been told uh, to let you talk. Yeah. No. Uh, well, really. So have an issue, right? You've you've built businesses, and obviously, uh, real estate is a big part of your forte. When it comes to pro forma financials, oh wow! Do you make it how you want it, or do you try to be a little honest? You know, like trying to raise capital, right? Is everything a twenty? X IRR, you know, return on investment, or is it like, you know, this this could this this is pretty conservative. Like this is worst case Ontario. What are you? What do you do there? You know, what's the best path forward? Because then, if you don't live up to the projections, are you in trouble? It's a fantastic question. Um, and, and so uh, this being a real estate style question, again, today's Real Talk is one of our shows we do on WSIC. You can hear it Mondays from three to four, but here part of Good Morning LKN, happy to talk about it. The, the pro forma concept to me is very interesting. I've seen multiple, like I've gotten, um, at some point I started receiving pro formas, calling for investors and being part of that, where having the opportunity to invest into other so funds and different projects. how do you tell a good projects. pro forma from a bad pro forma? Yeah, that's a fair question. I think, I think it's hard to, I don't think there's an easy answer to it. There's, there's a layer of trust and, and particularly for me where it's easier is on the local front, right? Because it, oh, I'm local trust. to a particular market. And so I, and I've also written pro right. formas, um, calling on capital investors. And part of it is I don't uh -huh. like to do just one. I like to have like a spread of, okay, worst case scenario, likely average in the marketplace. And hey, here's our hope of the market. So you can kind of show three because nobody can predict the future, right? Nobody can predict the future. Here's the... here. Here's really what you run into as, as as part of it. It's not it's not the current project. It's okay. Are you really trying to build a portfolio? Are you really trying to move to the next level? You're gonna have to go back later at some point and find more investment capital if you really want to build a portfolio. It's very difficult uh -huh. to strike gold with one project that then carries you forever in life. Most of the time, it's a it's a slow grind buildup of multiple properties in a portfolio. So I always, I definitely take the honest conservative approach as far as like my mental expectation on numbers, though we all want the market to go, you know, to the moon. So you can write a pro forma based on that. But I also think in this particular environment, given how tight people are holding on to capital right now, you have to be extremely conservative. But more than being conservative in your numbers, you've got to actually understand the numbers. That's what I find a lot of the times where, you know, you can find a spreadsheet online with numbers that you can plug in like on Excel. But if you can't mm -hmm. understand and understand the way the formulas are done and how to how to reverse the equation, you know, and those kind of things and have a, a broad base mm -hmm. understanding of, of factors in the marketplace, that's where you can so really run into sense. trouble. Got to make sense. Yeah. What's your, do okay. you think I'm on basis or what yeah. do you think? No, I'm, I'm right with you. Just, you know, it's, uh, as you mentioned, it's a tight capital market. And so, uh, you know, just putting together capital raising docs now and uh, trying to make sure I'm, I'm doing it the right way and not trying to get a little too excited about it. You sound like a, another caller I've had a conversation with. So I'm curious, do you have a take on Bitcoin as to whether or not there's any potential for it to control our future, similar to the nanobots that Elon Musk is attempting to put into people's brains right now? Uh, I mean, oh, well, let's just say it's actually a much easier uh, 
it's it's a much easier lift than people think it is, right? There's only people always say bitcoins, but people don't talk about satoshis. There's going to be actually what there how many what's the market cap of the world? So it's probably 112 trillion dollars. If you take 21 million and then you times that by 100 million because 100 million satoshis are in one bitcoin, there's actually like 249 quadrillion uh, units of uh, of currency that can be used in the Bitcoin network, which kind of surpasses, you know, the market cap of the world. So it's very easy. Uh, you know, one 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 Satoshi would be the equivalent of a hundred thirty eight dollars of purchasing power if that flipping event were to occur. So yeah, it's uh, it's a lot easier than people think it is. As you're as you're People taking your walk, the wrong talking heads. your brisk walk right now in the morning, getting your head right, you're 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 probably strolling your child through the streets, and I imagine you, you know you're heading to the shady shell. Let's say, are you going to walk in there with your phone and you know for 0.2 sats, are you going to buy a Mad Dog 2020 this morning, or or what is? How are you going to go and use your satoshis uh, in town? Well, in the current market, right, it's, 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 it's like you said, capital. It'd be full, you, you don't walk into a building and, and spend your gold, right? So you use, you can, uh, there's many providers out there where you can hold your Bitcoin and then kind of dep- uh, take money out and be able to pay it back. Just kind of like an IRA that you know is going to appreciate more so than a typical IRA, assuming you have a more than a 22-year horizon. But... Yeah, I mean, that's what's going to happen in 2040, give or take. But right now, 2040, the 2040 plan for Bitcoin. That's what we're looking at right now. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's an it's an easy fix uh, with with the uh, with uh, how it's set up and how it's just going to keep getting stronger. Just realize there's only uh, it's a very small population that is doing uh bitcoin at this time but the adoption is also in the most remote places of the world that can never get banking infrastructure so if they can do it then everybody really can do i hear it. nigeria so, spent really, 50 has been has done 56 billion dollars of transactions billion. in nigeria bitcoin. yeah nigeria. i mean would you rather have a hundred trillion dollar bill whatever that is or would you rather know that you have an asset that's going to appreciate See, here's here's my biggest and- problem. I'm a staunch environmentalist. I I am so entrenched into this climate change stuff. Then don't wash your clothes. That Please. I am so involved. I believe that Bitcoin is causing the climate change of the world. How do you fight against this? Whoa. The carbons of the world that Bitcoin causes. What? How do you fight what? against it? How dare you, sir? I will oh, call man. PETA right now and tell them that you are a coal miner. <laughs> uh, I would say w- there's uh, so one you can use excess energy. So the energy that can't be used by a, 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 a very inefficient solar plant or even an energy grid that's processing excess energy, instead of that going to waste, they can allocate that to Bitcoin mining hash rate. So it's actually a renewable energy source and it's actually 56 percent. Uh, renewable and Elon Musk said that once it gets past 50 percent, he'll reinvest in Bitcoin. So, oh, well, Elon 56 percent. Yeah, well, I'm just saying more importantly that it's a green technology, it actually helps support uh, efficient power usage of excess energy that's produced by you know uh, a nuclear power plant. They have excess energy instead of 
that energy going to waste, it could be repurposed and stored in Bitcoin. And then should uh, there be a, an outage event, actually Bitcoin can build back and support a, uh, an energy network. Yeah, well, you, you're wrong if that helps about the green technology thing. Look, this is this is all I know right now, sir. If you don't have a jacket on your child that you're walking right now outside, I will call DSS. I will. I am not afraid to do that. He's got. And I need you. His hoodie and and sweatpants on. Do you do you accept your your child choosing their own gender, sir? You called him a him. Do you accept him being able to choose his own gender? Wow. Uh, There's wow. There's only caller. You don't even have to entertain this. You don't even have to entertain uh, this question. Thank you so yeah, much for calling. <laughs> yeah. We boys appreciate you calling. I'm sorry. I, I, met, I messed with you there. I nothing love you. I love you. Boys and girls. Uh, nothing else but boys and girls. Love Adam okay. and Eve, okay, not Adam and Steve. I heard it. I know it. All right. We appreciate you calling. How many, call. hey, how many people, how many men have, seven billion uh, people were birthed from a woman. There's zero that were birthed from a man. Unless so, you're a kangaroo you know. or a seahorse. If you're a seahorse, well, if you okay, identify as a, as a seahorse. See, you're going to have a tough time. Um, you have to live underwater. I don't yeah. think they can do that. Yeah, thank I you believe so much. It's for possible calling. in a past life I was an orca. It's very possible. Some days I well, identify as an orca. It's what I choose to do. <sighs> I just use the bathroom in the middle of the pool. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, there you go. All right. There you go. Thank there you, you for calling. It. And thank you for listening. Yes, I hope you have day. a great day. Bless yeah, you thank you. Yes, you too, back. Never before has Bill the Buffer had to jump in and end a call. What did you think? I felt like I was pretty calm there for the most part. Uh, Yeah. I, I, yeah. You guys hit on a lot. <laughs> There was a lot going on in that conversation. It's funny because you can see yourself go from the like pro forma talk and like, okay, yeah, we're talking like stuff I, I know. And then I don't know how you jump out of that rut, but <laughs> you you dive off of the deep end here. And uh, yeah, good morning, LKN, everyone. There's nothing like just diving in head first. Yeah. You know, that's the way you I do respect live. that like, about you. Shoot your shot, baby. That's, I love that's the mantra we live here. Good morning, LKN. Pat Shannon, the number one broadcaster in the world up next we love you my kids hope you have a great day tomorrow's friday it's gonna get wild big news about the yard sale tomorrow be back